Welcome to Photography Easing NFT Frames Collective Podcast Episode 1. I'm your host, Cloudy Knight, the community builder of Frames Collective. For our podcast, we invite photographers around the world as our guests to talk about various photography topics, their works, stories, and more. To check out our zine and our community, visit framesco.com, starting with P-H-R-A-M-E-S-C-O.com for fantastic photographs from our community members. This podcast wouldn't be possible without you, so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We have two amazing photographers in today's episode, Travel Photography in Japan, Dale Scoggins and Sam Bear from South Africa and Switzerland. Dale and Sam are both known as their knife photographs and their works are speechless. We've shared some of, our, some of their best shots along with the podcast, so take a look and let us know what you like the most on our Twitter and theirs. To support our their photography, you can purchase their prints on their website, so please take a look. Well, anyways, that was a long intro, and thank you so much for taking your time for this interview. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, John. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, thanks for coming by. And uh, it's been a while since we talked, right? It's been literal months. <laughs> like, it's been literal when months. When were we in Tokyo yes. together? It was like, I can't even remember, like two years ago? 2019, end of 2019 and beginning of 2020. Yeah, winter, winter 2019, exactly. We, we also spent New Year's Eve together in Tokyo. <laughs> We did. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? So good. That was super cool, yeah. And yeah, um, if we can start with Dale. Dale, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, cool. So I'm Dale Scoggins uh, from South Africa. Um, I'm a creative director, photographer and designer. Um, my history... Um, my career history involves being creative director for Cosmopolitan magazine and currently working for Canva. And I lived in Japan for three years where I met these two amazing people, Sam and John. Oh, I think you have more than that. I don't know. You're, you have so much on your Instagram. Like, you know, you create, uh, I mean, I guess that is correct, I, guess, I suppose. Um, yeah, and Sam, yeah, tell us about yourself for um, a little bit. Yeah, so I'm Sam. I live in Switzerland, and we are close to the, the to the mountains in a small town or city. Um, I visited Japan um, like four times, and this is what brought me into like street photography and night photography, and that's that's what I love to do. Um, Photography is not my job. I'm actually a train conductor. Um, yeah, it's a very different thing. It's not too creative, but um, I like it as well. But um, yeah, photography is what I do in my uh, spare time. Yeah. That's that's really cool. I mean, I I heard. I mean, I didn't really hear about you. What you really exactly do as a as a main job, and train train conductor. Like, wow, that, I mean, that sounds pretty crazy. Like, um, moving those, like, huge trains to, like, hey, would you go that way, go this way? 
kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's like we are on the trains and we assist customers and we just check for everything, like for the technical stuff and uh, safety and tickets and all this kind of stuff. That sounds really cool. And um, so, the, uh, I mean, this is kind of like a, in falls into the category, category of the first question. Um, so how did you guys get into photography and what's your main main gear, like the workhorse right now? Do you want to go first, Sam? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> um, so I started with photography, like, I guess it was 2012. Um, because um, <laughs> I remember there was like a huge um, hype going on on Instagram of like landscape and mountain photographers in Switzerland. And I was, yeah, I lived pretty close to all those kind of spots and I went there like every day. That's how I started the photography. I was a landscape uh, photographer first, but I always um, was like, oh, I would love to go to Japan and I would love to take like street um, pictures there because that's the kind of vibe I loved. I always loved. And then um, I, uh, I guess in 2018, I went to Japan for the first time with my Nikon D5500 it was at this time. And I didn't took too many shots. I mostly took like landscape shots because I was still a landscape photographer. And then in 2019, I went to Japan again. And then I uh, had a Nikon D850, which I still use. And then I really got into it like night photography. Then yeah, cyberpunk style um, and also a little bit of videography but not too much and, and this is yeah I really I'd really say that Japan brought me into that street photography kind of thing that's what I do and that's what I love I, I was like going through your Instagram um, feed um, pretty much like entire entire feed last night and I've, yeah, I've seen, I, I saw it like start with the cat photos and like, uh, and then the mountains <laughs> of the Switzerland. <laughs> I loved it. I love those photos. And the one thing that I realized is that you, you, your formula changed, but the core of your, um, how you co like co compose um, photos hasn't, re hasn't changed. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I was like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you clearly see like, uh, like a cut from landscape to city. Um, but yeah, I, I've tried to to keep my style somehow. So. Yeah, the the core of the of the of the sauce is still there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, you're. I mean, you two are one of my one of my favorite uh, photographers um, that I ever met. Um, period. And Sam, um, of course, your photos are just. Just they're just great, like um, the mountains in Switzerland, and then moving towards to street um, street um, so sometimes candid photography and a um, little bit mixture of landscape, um, kind of like a cityscape fo um, photos that you took. They were just straight up just bonkers. 
if, if, if you have to put it that way. <laughs> Super glad to hear. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Dale, yeah, how did you start、um, getting into photography, and what's your main workforce? Um, so, I got into photography actually in university because I studied、um, journalism. So we, yeah, so, we got to explore like written journalism,、um, communication design, and photographic journalism.、Um, so, yeah, I, in my third year of university, jokes in my second year of university, I had to choose between like, or choose a speciality. Um, and I landed up going with design, but I really also wanted to do、um, photographic journalism. So around that time, my dad got me a camera and、um, I just started like shooting and experimenting really.、Um, and then I moved to Cape Town and I.、Um, This is actually kind of embarrassing.、Um, but I don't, basically. Don't, don't worry about it. We, we all have like, those embarrassing <laughs> moments. I, we, I have that moment too. I'm going to briefly talk about it、um, for, uh, for, this, for, this, for this, but yeah, we understand you.、Um, <laughs> cool. Okay, I'm glad to hear that because I basically used like, a,、um, a really entry level、um, Canon at that time, which was like the 650D, I think. Um, like, really, the most basic,、uh, like, entry level DSLR. And I was trying to make it as a fashion blogger. So I was just like taking <laughs> photos of myself and clothes and like street style. I was like trying to get into that sort of niche.、Um, and then it was actually a bit sad, but I, that camera got stolen、um, after like a blog event.、Um, yeah, unfortunately, crime in South Africa is quite hectic.、Um, so. So then I got that camera replaced and then moved to Japan in about like、um, 2017. And the one thing I knew about moving to Japan was that I'd be moving into like a, an area that would obviously be more safe and like more conducive to like me walking around on my own and taking photos and being like very free and safe essentially.、Um, so when I arrived, I was kind of like, okay, cool. Like I really want to take as many photos as I can while I'm here、um, because I don't get this luxury at home.、Um, So, when I got to Japan, I still had that、um, entry level DSLR camera, and I was really like pushing it to like, the, to like as far as it could、yes. go with capabilities.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, because I was shooting like night photography then as well, and it was like really like so. I couldn't, like, I look back on some of the photos now that I took, and I'm like, how did you get these photos from this camera? <laughs>、um, and then I landed up saving up a lot and.、Um, Got the Fuji XT3, which is what I'm now shooting on. XT3. Oh, man. I,、yeah. I really wanted to get I mean, the one thing that I was considering about、um, switching over to Fuji was that、um, even though it's a crop, I mean, it's a crop sensor, yes.、Um, I'm using full frame sensor, that's, so that's, that speaks a lot. But if I had a choice to move to,、um, to different camera brands, it was, it was going to be Fuji and it was going to be XT3.、Mm-hmm. Or X, 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 X100V, X100V, was it? Like rangefinder looking camera? X, um, no, 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 H, I forgot the model name, but there's a, within the Fuji lineup, there's a rangefinder looking、um, camera that was quite like a hybrid of Leica, something, something like that. It was really cool design. And, Amazing. Yeah, and your photos,、um, people talk, Um, so, I started off with um, Sony um, Alpha 7 Mark II as my main workhorse. 
because uh, bigger the sensor size, better the image quality. So that's pretty much what I what I was understanding. But I didn't. I really under, underestimated the the power the power of the crop sensor as well. So. I'll give you um, kudos for that. You know, like starting with the, uh, you know, we call it, you know, um, crappy DSLR. I didn't, I think I didn't have any like a DSLR when I first um, really started photography when I was um, in the middle school. I had this like a, you know, Sony CyberShot, this crappy little camera with like a non-replaceable -re lens has a zoom and it's like, it sounds crappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have one of those. I had one of those too with the like a, uh, zoom where like you can a, yeah, can you see, like can see little little uh, you you can zoom to the moon and you can see like everything there. <laughs> oh so no like no, a, mine mine couldn't even I, do that. <laughs> <laughs> mine could like do three thirty times zoom and that's it. Yeah yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, anyways, um, so the main uh, main uh, let's get to the main questions so how did you both ended up ended up in Japan and how that um, changed your photography journey and um, like for example what made you like on what what how what things made you excited in, in Japan when you when you moved or when you got when you when you went there uh, we um, can start with Dale this time Okay, cool. Um, and so, Dale, um, wow, I don't get like stressed up. We're all chill. We're all gangs. Just gang, get, talking to the gang, gang. So, don't worry about it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say so. My story, um, I guess, is quite interesting because I was working for a fashion company in Cape Town at the time, and I was given a Japanese. A campaign to work on so I was designing for a Japanese campaign like graphic design um, and I got like super obsessed with Japan like during that research like sort of process and like creating the campaign um, and then and then a couple months later I got the opportunity to um, apply for a teaching job in Japan um, and I just felt like the timing was really right because I wanted to leave my job and I wanted to go to Japan so I applied for the job and then landed up getting it. Um, and that really like totally changed my life. Um, and yeah, then I landed up going to Japan um, about six months after applying for the job. Um, and I'd say that the biggest, um, the biggest effect on the photography is the fact that I could shoot at night. Like I can't shoot at night in South Africa um, so I think I had this, like, massive fascination with the night when I got there. Um, because, yeah, like I said, like, it's it's really such a luxury and such a beautiful thing to be able to walk streets at night on your own with all your gear as a girl um, and to be safe doing that. So, yeah, I think, um, I think that was, like, a big inspiration for me. And then the fact as well that I'm, like... Um, I guess outside of photography, I'm very interested in nightlife and clubbing and all the rest of it. So I think the night just generally has like a bit, bit of an attraction for me. Um, so I just really, <laughs> yeah, I just really like leaned into that in Japan. Yeah, when I first saw you um, in Japan, oh, uh, no, no, in, not, not in Japan, in Korea, when, when you came here for the first time. Oh, no, 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 was it the first time? Yes, yeah. Yeah, when you came here for the first time, uh, when we met, uh, 
in Seoul. I never thought you'll be interested, um, really into like clubbing and whole night side of um, things. So I was genuinely surprised about um, um, of the photos that you took. And also, I went through your Instagram a little bit, and you know, the first very first post it says um, aesthetic, and there's a kanji letter underneath. Uh, was it above or underneath? But and then you took up, you posted some flowers, flower flower photos, and you still um. Throughout the Instagram uh, posting history, um, you still had the um, self portraits or somebody taking taking photos of photo of you, and the for formula of um, um, shooting night photography and also day night photography. But it's more of like night photography that you was or you were more interested in. Is that correct? Um, it was, yeah. I think what you can see there is like the remnants of me trying to be like a fashion blogger. Yeah, yeah. Um, those occasional like portraits of myself, <laughs> yeah, right? I saw so, that. yeah. So I think you can see a bit of that like transition from like trying to be a blogger to being a night photographer. Um, yeah, and I okay, I've got to admit this is a safe space, so I can tell you guys, but I have archived like a ton of Instagram posts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I'm pretty sure our, our audiences are going to be interested, but we're not going to share that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, so also um, when when we look at your um, Instagram um, Instagram um, feed a little bit more, there is the mixture of the night photography. Um, so you you you're you're from um, South Africa and as a as a as a woman there it's not a safe thing to walk around at, at night with your uh, photography equ equipment and you choose and transit and transitioning um, moving from like flower flower and block um, flowers um, taking photos of flowers and fashion photography a little bit and from there to even um, street photography and sometimes um uh city, city cityscapes and then there's some li little bits here and there of um candid photography which i was really surprised that um so for example when you came to seoul um uh back in 2019 you took um, many photos of um street candidates and can uh, candid photography uh, candid photography which i was um really surprised uh um, like candid street photography, are you meaning, John? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, candid, candid street photography, yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like another element of like street photography that I think is actually so exciting is the fact that you can catch those little moments that will like never be repeated again. Um, like there's such a difference between studio photography and street photography in that way. Like studio is so constructed and so precise and so created and like street photography is just like all about being in the moment and finding these beautiful like moments that will only happen in that split second absolutely and uh, those beautiful moments only happen when you turn off your camera don't they <laughs> you're not wrong yeah yeah i mean whenever i turn off my camera it just uh, something happens and i'm like why did i do why did i do that <laughs> And then, um, so what, 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 what was the question? Uh, and um, so, oh yeah, also you shoot um, studio photography, don't you? Um, no, not really. I've, I've been more of a 
director or like art director in that instance. Got it. Um, with someone else shooting. Got it. So I, I was, because um, we had had a conversation. Um, I saw your Instagram post. Um, uh, I think it was not the post, but an Instagram story of like you doing some sort of like a studio photography. Um, set, um, what or there, there was like a studio um, photography set up on the background, and you were doing stuff. So I thought that was um, uh, me ex thinking you're. Oh, uh, Dale is doing studio photos now. Oh, that's also what I. That's also what I thought when I saw this. Yeah, I thought she was like, "Oh shoot, she's on top of the game now." Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, mean, I did. I did do a bit. I did do a bit, but like, I definitely wouldn't identify as a studio photographer. I was just like curious. Okay. Um, but still, you do yeah. art directing when it comes to studio, uh, studio shooters. Yes. Yeah. I think I. Pre I'd prefer to be in the like art directing space of a sort of. A commercial shoot if you will so like for adverts or whatever fashion or something like that I'd prefer to be in the director space but then when it comes to like creating art for example I'd rather be the photographer cool all right um I don't know I really want I really want to see how what kind of photos that you can create but uh full create creativity control um in your own studio or or something like that in the future when you move to London yeah I watch the space yeah, we shall see. Let's see how Dale start, starts her own um, fashion industry, with, and she's taking her, her own um, photos in, in the studio. We'll see about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Contact Dale and get some get some business going, people. <laughs> All right. Um, so Sam, sorry for keeping you away for so long, but um, no here, yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, I know some of Dale's background, but uh, not everything. So that was some new details for me. So that's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't this, this is, park, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say this is like a really cool opportunity for us to get to know each other better, John. I really yeah. appreciate this. It really is, and I don't need to reveal too much of myself. I need, to, I just need to dig y'all to to information a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll I'll talk about myself a little bit here and there for sure yeah. because of the, uh, yeah, that that's that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. Uh, so Sam, how did you end up in Japan, and how um, how your photography journey? And like twist. I mean, we already touched on the subject a little bit. Uh, was, was it before the actual recording of the podcast? But we talked about it for a little bit. But yeah. uh, how Japan <laughs> changed you as a photographer? Yeah. So I have to say, um, I had no clue about uh, about Japan, and I had no intention to go there before. But then uh, my girlfriend, she was really into, or she is really into anime and manga. And things like this and in 2018 she asked me if we wanted to go to Japan and I was like why not let's go and so we went there but um, yeah we went there as like tourists so I had no plan for yeah, checking out different places for photography especially so I uh, just had my cheap camera with me and I took some pictures here and there and we really were there as tourists. And I really, really enjoyed it. I, yeah, I loved it. And a few 
months later, I guess it was, or a year maybe, I'm not sure about it. We went to Japan again, and I had uh, a better camera on me. And I started to take more pictures with like a, a plan, like, yeah, how should I explain it? Yeah, with, with a background with, to, to transport a certain kind of vibe. Yeah, I just... Yeah, it was not like the, the normal tourist photography, like, oh, I just take a picture from this and from, yeah. I was like, oh, let's go there and let's try this with a concept. Um, yeah, but I wasn't really into street photography back then because I had no, no plan how, how I should do it. And after that, we came back to Switzerland. And then I was like, oh, I should go to Japan immediately again, just to take pictures and travel the world and the country by myself and focus more on taking pictures. Because, yeah, if you are in, on, a, on a journey with a, yeah, as a couple, you, you try different, different things. You just, you, you, you are there as a tourist and not as a photographer, I'd say. Then in 2019, I went to Japan for the first time by myself for like a month. And I was uh, following Dale on Instagram. We didn't knew each other, but I was in yeah extremely inspired by her pictures. I, I yeah I, I I felt like oh if I could if I could shoot with her she could give me some tips <laughs> or things like this that would be so cool. Uh, but I didn't want it to be like oh just write her and say hey I'm in Japan let's meet I want to take pictures. <laughs> and then um, Dale was living in uh, Takayama. And I visited Takayama for some days. And then I guess they replied to one of my stories or I replied to one of her Instagram stories. And I was like, yeah, I'm in Takayama too. Um, Were it possible to meet up and take some pictures? And she was like, yeah, let's go to a bar, have a drink. And then let's uh, shoot, shoot uh, in the streets of Takayama. And then we went to a bar and we had a, had a chat and it was a really, really cool time. We, uh, she introduced me to the bartenders, uh, the owner of the bar. It was so cool. And I felt, felt so welcome there. And then we went outside. It was incredibly cold. Um, I remember it was snowing, but I guess we were out shooting for like four hours. I guess uh, in the streets of Takayama we were freezing, but we we couldn't stop. We were we were, yeah, really inspired. <laughs> exactly, we couldn't stop uh, taking pictures because yeah, the the scenery always changed with like stronger snowfall um, during the night. And she showed me around. We took pictures, and then. I left Takayama again, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, and then, yeah, I went back to Tokyo. And Dale was in Tokyo too a few days later or weeks. I'm not sure again. Um, the timing worked out perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, uh, we had like a plan. It's, um, 
<laughs> and then we met in Tokyo again, and we also took pictures in Tokyo. Uh, but I guess it was just one, for one day in, early in the morning in Shibuya, like 5 a.m. or something like this. It was very quiet and beautiful. Uh, yeah, we walked around and we took some pictures. And then... Ah, yeah, Dale, yeah, exactly. Dale, Dale just came back from a clubbing night in Tokyo. Um, I got up very early. I guess it was my last day. And we met up early in the morning and went shooting in Shibuya. And then I went back to Switzerland. And a few months after, I came back to Japan, but I had like plans to meet up with Dale in Tokyo. We talked about this and she told me that this this boy Chong is also going to be there. <laughs> that's when that's when I came in. Yeah, and I um, um, followed your page, and I really loved like the variety of your photography is insane. And you have like such <laughs> a unique and um, yeah, you you can do everything. You you made yeah, your pictures are absolutely fantastic and such a various kind of yeah. It it was just like. It was perfect for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's it cool to, to meet up. But it, um, it wasn't sure back then if you are coming to Japan, I guess. And then um, I met Dale in Tokyo. And I guess it was in the evening. And then you also arrived. And we, yeah, from the first moment, it was like, why? We were like a super cool trio. We had so much fun. Fun. <laughs> yeah, we all um, yeah. had like the same kind of humor. Um, oh yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> that was so much fun, and yeah, it was. Was it like New Year's Eve, the first night? I'm not sure about that. But we, yeah, we we spent New Year's Eve together. We, I guess, we were up most nights. Just wandering, wandering around Tokyo. We took pictures all night. We had the chance to um, take pictures with uh, with Liam Wong all night. We went, we walked yeah, to, through Tokyo with Liam Wong. That was super cool and inspiring. Absolutely, for for me personally, that whole experience, like um, so, beating Dale. So whenever I I've, I think I followed Dale's um, Instagram at some point, I started to follow her or her feed at some point, and I started to think her stuff is um, insane. And I was a young, I was a you know, I was just starting um, knife, um, yeah, just pretty much just starting knife photography as a whole. And I was really like huge fan of her her work and. I saw she, that she's coming to Korea, and I was like, I'm, I'm not sure if I contact you first or if you contact me first. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I, I saw. You, <laughs> I saw that. I mean, you, can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can intervene and just talk, talk, to, talk to the microphone, Dale. <laughs> no, you guys are making me blush here, but that yeah. was the best song. Like, I'll never forget being in South Korea in Seoul and like getting a message from you, and then we like met up, and yeah, that just made my whole trip. It was the best. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I was like, you know, um, this photographer that I look, um, you know, look up to is coming to Korea, so I was like, it's a no-brainer um, thing for me to just ask 
yo, do you want to go for, um, you know, photo walk and stuff like that? And that was a huge fun, you know, shooting all night and my, I'm not going to lie, my legs were going to start to go numb at some point um, when I was heading back and I was suffering quite, quite a lot. Um, my legs, um, my body weren't built for that, but... Um, you have really calves of steel now, though, John. Your calves are <laughs> massive from walking. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like they're like uh, yeah. It, it's it's like um, steel made out of steel at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a really exciting, and um, I think I, I'm not sure. Uh, I think it was me just um, wanting to go to Japan, and I it wasn't in, I wasn't intending to. Go, uh, go to Japan as uh, for like shooting photos necessarily, but it kind of became one. I brought my photography equipments and stuff like that, and and I said just and but it wasn't really just. I brought like three cameras, uh, one for uh, one for was uh, for Dale and two for was um, I was going to shoot two, um, and I brought like ten rolls of film and. I was just shooting photos constantly, and that was not the part of the plan, but it was part of the plan, if you catch my drift. And then I met, met up with Sam, and, and um, they all showed, showed me um, his um, Instagram feed, and I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> why, why are you all better, like, su su such a, like, you know, great photographers? And, and I guess we all had, like, this, um, we were really inspired by each other. Yeah, and totally, yeah, big time. Big time. And <laughs> it was like the critical moment for me as a photographer to um, learn from other people and, you know, just have fun with uh, the photography, which is the whole idea of Frames Collective, which, it, which I'm doing right now. Um, bringing, back the, bringing the joy back to the photography, mm -hmm. which um, I kind of lost um, the sense of the joy for a little bit. But... Uh, with the podcast, um, I did, and I'm intending to bring a little bit more and a bit more joy. Anyways, uh, yeah, that Can was I a huge. A... Um, sorry, what was it? I was going to ask a question, John. Yeah, sure. Do you mind? Do you mind? Um, yeah, absolutely. You said you you lost the joy in photography. Was that like COVID related? Um, um not uh, not quite. More just COVID like related. mental health issues. Not that neither. Um, so you know the whole Instagram photograph um, photographer game, you know, like yes. trying to yeah. you know, trying to get more views, more likes, and oh, got you. Okay. You know, um, at some point, um, I'm not sure. How, so I'm gonna ask the questions for um, for each of you um, after me. Um, so for me, at some point down the road, I. Um, you know, I was like keep posting stuff on Instagram stories and just photos every uh, every two days, every three days. And at some point, I just didn't like what I was doing. I was just I thought I was just craving for views, not necessarily um, other people. Um, you know, if genuine genuine like feeling of like you know, sharing what I've what I've shot and. Instagram was the beginning. It was the beginning of my photography journey, but it wasn't the the boat that what I was. I should be, or I was supposed to be staying on forever. I had to ditch at some point. I mean, I still use Instagram every now and then, but it kind of like burnt, really burned my create creative juice. And at some point, I didn't. Re I didn't really go wanted to want to go out and shoot 
photos like at all and that's um yeah that's that really killed uh, a lot of my creativity and that's where i lost like a lot of joy of photography photography yeah i totally totally understand your point because i had some 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 similar points because um when i when i started photography i had like like i said i had the, the the landscape photography and then I switched to to um, cityscapes and Japanese night photography and the most part of my following on Instagram came because of my Japan pictures <laughs> and then um, yeah the, the whole pandemic started and I wasn't able to go to, to Japan and create new new art I'd say um, and this was like a motivation killer too, because um, you have still a lot of, of um, images to edit from that time back then, but you have new ideas, but you can't um, you can't work with this with those ideas because you are not in Japan, and I don't have too much motivation or not the same energy or motivation to take pictures here like I have in Japan because it's not the same thing for me that I want to do. I want to take pictures in Japan and catch the vibe there um, because I can't um, catch the vibe as good here as I can do it in Japan. That's my problem. So I also um, totally understand your point, Chong, um, because Instagrams or has become a really weird place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more like a like a weird like a child of like previous Instagram and um, TikTok kind of because they yeah. are pushing reels so heavily these days. I mean, you can upload a reel, get a ton of views, a ton of views, and then you have like yeah, you can gain twenty. 20k followers followers with one reel that's possible it's still possible but uh, yeah it's it, it's not the same as it was <laughs> back in the days yeah it's <laughs> it's not really photographer friendly it anymore is, yeah you have to really like, even for photographers, they need to create a lot of reels and um, to can like stay afloat a little bit. So um, here's a question for Dale. So um, obviously, obviously we both know the, the, for, the, for a fact that you don't post a whole lot on Instagram. Is that something to something that um, <laughs> ha, has to do with what I said? <laughs> um, I think yeah. I guess um, it's kind of like a combination of um, two things, really. Actually, three things. I think um, it's a combination of what Sam said about like not being in the space that's like the most inspiring to you. Um, so, like I said, like it's quite hard to shoot in um, in Cape Town, like. You know, you can't get the same. Yeah, you can't get the same vibe, like the aesthetic, the like looks, um, all the rest of it. Um, so that's been a bit demotivating. And then, um, obviously, we spoke about the fact that um, Instagram's like definitely made for video now and not photos. 
Um, so that's been a bit of a challenge as well as like getting into that. But I'm kind of like getting excited by reels now. Like I'm trying to like, I guess, find the joy in that. Um, and then I think the third thing is, um, I'm not sure really if anyone else felt this, but I, I think COVID really like affected me a lot. Um, and I got, I almost started to feel guilty for like having a good time and doing like fun things during COVID. Um, and like almost like, I don't know, I guess being very productive because some people were just having like the hardest time. Um, so I think I almost like withdrew a bit because of that. And now because the world is opening up and like everyone's more free and like having more fun generally and like doing what they want to do, like I'm feeling more comfortable to like start posting again and like get back into it. Yeah, I can't wait to see your photos. I mean, you have like thousands and thousands and thousands of photos in your arch archive you haven't shared yet i really do i have so many and sam you you as well you are not you're not um yeah you are also guilty of this yes yeah, still have still have uh, still have a lot of pictures to edit but yeah there's another point then they will agree with this too and you probably too john um work and life is also very busy always and um yeah, you have Absolutely. to spend some time, but um, you, you both, you know, you, there's a, oh, yep, go for, yeah. um, sorry. You both will agree with this too, I know, and so like editing pictures and um, going back to, to the moment when you took it and then you edit the picture is like therapy, um, in some some way. So it's always good to have the, the chance to edit, yeah, like old pictures. I mean, art never gets old, so. It, you still can edit and publish them those pictures. That's that's what I what I like. And there, I th I thought you were uh, I saw you were gonna say something, or was it was it? Yeah, I think I, I was gonna. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, I was gonna speak to that. Um, I guess just the point about going back to the memories, like I think. Um, this is, might be a bit of an overshare, but I actually found it really difficult to go and look at the pictures of Japan because I was missing it so much and Seoul and I was like missing so much the fact that I could travel. So like looking at the pictures again, I just got like a bit sad and then I had to like close my laptop and be like, okay, we're going to step away from this for a while and come back when we feel better. <laughs> yeah, I had that kind of feeling when I um, went back to photos. <laughs> Sorry, my cats are going to look crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, it's really, it was really fun in the moment, and it is it, still, it, it was, a, it, it's a great, great like experience, and it was a great experience, and had tons of photos and you know photo walks, you know, or amazing experience with um, you two and another friend of mine, um, Rob. Uh, which um, is who, who's here for today, but we had a lot of fun, you know, just shooting, shooting, keep shooting, and um, I got a little bit cranky at the end, uh, almost at the end, because I was my I came when I came back to Seoul and I looked, I checked my my foot, and it was like really swollen. I'm not even kidding. I think that's that's why I was like really cranky a little bit at the end, but. Yeah, we. I had. I think I had like at least seven, seven to eight thousand, um, more than that probably. Uh, photos I I took um, at the um, 
um, at the end. And I still haven't edited everything because it really like makes me wanting to go back there um, again, but I can't. And it makes me a little bit sad some, um, every now and then. And I totally get you. Yeah, I also get that point really. Yeah, it's, it really hurts like to to watch the watch the pictures and be like, oh, I'm not able to to feel the real vibe at the moment. <laughs> but I think in the same in the same breath, like I really admired the two of you for being so productive during um, the pandemic, and like it made me so happy to see whenever you two were like posting. Um, either pictures on like Instagram or Twitter. Like I really loved seeing that. It was amazing. Have you watched my YouTube videos? Not yet. Not yet. Oh you, yeah, there I have a YouTube You're channel. You're going to have to hit me up with the link. Okay. I'll send you the um, link for the YouTube channel. But yeah, um, I think I started it uh, probably beginning of this year. Um, I, that's the farthest I can remember. But yeah, I started a YouTube channel as well. And starting um, some other stuff um, during COVID, which um, kind of like poured a little bit more creativity juice into, into my system, which was really fun. And cats, yes, there's a cat <laughs> on the background. Yes, there's a cat in the background. <laughs> yeah, um, cat photos. Yeah, I, I took a lot of cat photos with my pony shield film camera and that was a lot of fun too. <laughs> I'm kind of like going, um, stepping the same route as Sam. More cat photos on the, more on the cat feed. Photos. <laughs> yes, more cat photos on the feed. <laughs> I think we should do a, like a cat photo challenge at some point <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, yeah that'll be pretty fun. Yeah, I actually, uh, I, I, I just to to go for come back to your YouTube videos real quick. I watched some of them and I really enjoyed it because yeah, there it was like some kind of diary, right? Some like with your marriage, marriage um, preparations and stuff. And um, I really enjoyed that. It was like the, some more personal side of you. That was very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I did post almost like 11 to 10, 12 videos of uh, pretty much like a diary mm -hmm. and uh, kind of like a vlog videos. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, I'll send, definitely send you the links. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seems like uh, you're going to really be um, uh, yeah, enjoying that videos. But yeah, um, I have a I have a video of um, uh, me and my wife going to the district office and declaring that declaring um, marriage and all that stuff and that was that was pretty fun and I don't have any um, videos that relate to Japan that's why um, I want to make one at some point but um, yeah um, Japan reunion on, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah Japan reunion uh, whenever we meet up in Japan again I'm gonna you know, do like a um, vlog video, a vlog video about like what we were doing there. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to bring all the, um, I, I actually don't have any ca camera equipment. So I just shoot it by phone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, let's move on to the next question. Um, uh, when you first arrived in Japan and later, just before you left, um, how's, how did your perspective, um, change? 
um, overall, as a photographer or as a as an average human being or um, like Japanese society or Japanese night nightlife or stuff like that. How did your pers perspective change? Who's going first? I guess Nail should uh, answer this question because she um, she spent three years in Japan and I only spent like few months there so you've been longer there you've been there um a lot more than me so you can yeah you, <laughs> you, you can you've got a lot of insights huh? oh yeah. yeah yeah but but yeah they may i mean dale has like a a really long time frame um yeah and you, i bet you really have some a, a very a very nice input a very nice depth insight <laughs> Um, sure, it's a difficult one because I think, I almost think that your perspective doesn't change like from one solid perspective to another. Like I feel like you almost go on a journey um, and your perspective like constantly shifts really. So I'd want to say that when I got there, I was like totally in love and infatuated and like, you know, deer in the headlights, everything's perfect, everything's great. Um, and I mean... I'd never visited the country before and I like I knew in my heart that it was going to be like my favorite country in the world um and I think having left there despite the sort of difficult realizations that I might have come to along the way like I still believe that it's my favorite country in the world and it's still my favorite like it's still my most inspirational place to go um and I think I think you almost, I think the longer that you're there, you almost come to love the difficult parts of the, the culture and the people and the lifestyle um, and sort of just accept it for what it is, you know. Um, in the words of Japanese, shogunai, it is what it is. Um, Absolutely, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think, um, I think one thing maybe that I didn't sort of consider as much when I got there and really felt a lot when I left was how, I guess, isolating Japan can be. Um, so I guess just bringing it back to you guys, like I was really grateful to sort of like find friends in the two of you and like have a sort of like small sense of, you know, photographic community while I was there. Um, that really helped a lot. Um, I didn't um, understand, um, yeah. knew that part. Uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, I mean, ugh, it's part of the journey. I mean, I, like I'm, you know, I can't, I couldn't speak Japanese fluently and I was an outsider. So it's like, it is what it is, you know, like I was willing to make that sacrifice to be in the place that was inspiring to me. Um, so it's all good. I see. <sighs> did that answer your question, John? I don't know yeah. if that answered your question. <laughs> uh, I think it did in, in some way. I mean, some of my questions are a um, little bit questionable because um, I'm a very uh, beginner podcast interviewer. So some of the questions might not uh, sound as um, flush as other podcast interviews, but I'm trying my best. So <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you. 
<laughs> um, so let's go back to the photography side a little bit, so we can have a little bit more peace in our in our mind a little bit. So can you can you um, guys um, tell tell me about your favorite shots or favorite locations, um, or f maybe um, just favorite stories overall? What was your favorite photograph or location, or what was the favorite story? And yeah, Sam first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I have some various locations, but um, uh, Dale, Dale always said I'm the, I'm the snowman. <laughs> uh, born of dust born and of snow. Dust and snow. <laughs> so, um, I always loved shooting in the snow. And uh, yeah, I guess my favorite picture of all time I ever shot was in Takayama during a um, very strong snowfall. Um, yeah, and I guess it was also Takayama, um, um, where I had the most um, inspiration to take pictures, because um, yeah, it just felt really comfortable there. I mean, Tokyo and Osaka and Kyoto are also great places to take pictures, but um, yeah, Takayama was like the most. I had like the most creative face during my stays in Japan and that's why I always came back there and I made friends there like yeah also they lived there for three years I met her friends we had a awesome time together <laughs> all together I met uh, also met a Swiss uh, a Swiss man there who, who owns a restaurant we became friends and met other people there um, friends of friends there yeah, that was that was really cool and I, I've had like the, the biggest inspiration there uh, taking pictures in the snow but also Dale and me we went we went there yeah, we met in Sapporo and we took pictures uh, during the snowfall there we, we we really waited for the snowfall outside it was freezing cold and it started snowing we took pictures and then we went to, to get some soba, some warm soba noodles, we, took, we go, went outside again, we took pictures and then we went to another store, had some warm noodles, and then went outside Always again. noodles, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'd say um, Takayama and Sapporo were the most inspiring places where I took my favorite pictures. I see. So let's move on to Dale. So um, can you answer the question? Do you re remember the question? Or do you want me to yes. repeat it? Okay. All good. <laughs> um, I was going to say, Sam, that was so nice to hear the, the memories. I feel like you're like taking me back in time. It's so cool. <laughs> um, I think my favorite, um, my favorite place in Japan to take photos is definitely Tokyo. Um, although that one, that night that Sam's talking about was definitely one of the best nights of photography for me as well. Um, that first snowstorm that we got stuck in <laughs> was really amazing in Takayama. Oh, wasn't that the experience when you had this, um, the snow in, in your sensor? Ah, oh, that was in Sapporo. No, oh my. Oh, yeah. okay. That's amazing that you remember that, John. 
<laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, gosh, I was like traumatized. I was so terrified. <laughs> you should tell that story there because it's such a lovely story, actually. Yeah, you should definitely uh, tell. Yeah, it, it ended like um, on a very, very cute, yeah, with a very cute and nice ending. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Sam, jump in if I get any of the details <laughs> wrong, which I very well like might be because I was so stressed at the time. I, I know it as <laughs> as it was yesterday. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So I guess I, was, I must have been changing lenses, right? And then I realized that there was like a speck of dust on my sensor, but I thought that the sensor was like broken or something was wrong with it. It was like scratched. Um, so Sam and I in the freezing cold like missioned around Sapporo. We went to like a big camera, I think. Yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they had like we tried to get some. Yeah, like brushes and like a little... I don't know how to call them. Just the little like pump. Yeah, exactly, to remove the the dust or but it didn't work. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, that, that um, wasn't working with the with the little pump, yeah. Yes, and then I think we asked like a store attendant for some help and I th I feel like they said that um they'd have to send the camera away or mm, something um, like that. Right? Oh my goodness, that'll be a nightmare. Yeah, so I was just getting like more and more stressed. <laughs> oh um, no. Yeah, you were... And then Sam, what did you... Sorry? I, I was a mess. Yeah, you, you were like, <laughs> you were so nervous. You were oh, like, oh no, no, I, I want to take more pictures, but it's, uh, there's like a really messy thing on the on the mirror or on the, or on the lens. And you were, you were so stressed. <laughs> I was so stressed. Um, and then I can't remember, what did we do? Did we like Google I'm not sure. um, a camera place? We Googled for camera places, yeah. But we landed, landed up going to this like very small, old, out of the way, like you probably would have missed it if yeah. you just kept walking kind of camera shop, um, where a very kind old Japanese man just cleared my sensor for free yeah. and wow. it was so cool yeah I, he was so kind <laughs> you, you, uh, <laughs> it was it was a very really small store and dale gave him uh, the camera and he went to like his back office kind of place and you you could hear some noises like some and Dale and we, we looked at me, we looked at each, at each other and we were like, oh my God, is this, was this a good idea? <laughs> and then he, he came back and camera fixed, all good. And we were like, uh, how much is this? And he was like, oh, that's okay. It was okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, wow. And yeah, he was so kind and I've never seen Dale so relieved after this. She was like, let's go take pictures. Uh, yeah. She was like a, Brand new person. She was so relieved after that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny and, and so so nice of him that he he did it for free, and he was very happy to help us. That was so cool. Sure. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dale, go go ahead. I was just gonna say that was a really good memory. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess back to the, the question, though, of favorite places to shoot. Sapporo would also be like another one. 
Um, I think Sam and I both wish that we had more snow when we were there. Yeah, but um, but supper was really beautiful. Um, and I think, yeah, Sapporo, Tokyo, and Takayama would be the top three places, just about any area in Tokyo, really. Um, I spent far too much time in Shibuya. Like, I wish I had branched oh, out yeah. more. Me as well. <laughs> I mean, when I, was, when I was in Japan, I spent most of the time, um, I mean, not just in Shibuya, but the, some of my favorite shots are from Shibuya, which is um, totally understandable. And... I honestly should go back to Japan whenever they open up their their borders and I should a little bit more because um, Tokyo is a massive, massive city and every street corner has little, um, com- uh, little, little things to offer. And I just really want to discover every single street there that there is. And there were a lot of places that, where I wasn't able to visit because our time uh, frame wasn't working. And... Yeah, so um, it's, it was just a great, great, um, great experience overall for me as well. And I would call Tokyo, uh, I mean, I've been to Japan many times. Like, I've been to Japan more than, like, seven times as a, just, just a traveler, actually. And my first time um, going there was after, um, after high school um actually i was a huge anime fan and i wanted to kind of like discover about the roots of my um what my what my blood is made out of like the the anime fan uh, blood uh you know i, I want I to see what, what what was all about and i went to osaka and kyoto and i was just i started i fell in love with the food and how kind people were and and I went went back there. I went back there again. Um, very soon um, after that, um, not uh, not very soon, I guess. Um, after a couple months, after a couple months, or maybe one or two years uh, after the first visit, and my second visit was um, backpacking through um, Fukuoka to um, all the way to Tokyo. I didn't. Backpacking I didn't know that actually. I no yeah, I, I, I no think clue. I didn't talk about this. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah, sure and, about that. Uh, yeah, and that was the one of the best best experience, experience for me. And, um, not as not as a uh, photographer per se, uh, but as a as a person, it, that was like I saw so many different sides of Japan, um, different people, different food, different um, everything. Um, you know, Fukuoka is quite different than Tokyo and um, Hiroshima is different than Tokyo and everything is different. Um, where every city is a little bit different and people that I met through those, um, journey, um, once when when I hitchhiked for the first time in Fukuoka to, um, uh, to a different city, I don't remember, uh, uh, Kitakushu, Kitakushu, um, a couple picked me up uh, and they were in a, this like really luxury um, Lexus um, <laughs> um, sedan and they were like you know I you know they're in the in, like middle mid high class and you know and they bought me lunch and they dropped me off exactly where I needed to be and there was just such great, uh, great people and they just didn't know about how Koreans think about Japan and that was like really um, fun to just talk uh, talk about it because I I could I can speak a little bit of Japanese myself because I learned a lot through um, anime of course 
<laughs> I think I lost a lot of that, um, actually. I should go back and learn a little bit more. But, um, you know, after, after all that, um, went, there, uh, went back to Tokyo many times in Osaka and Kyoto many more because I wanted to try onsen and wanted to discover a little bit more. And I think when I, whenever, I, whenever I visited Japan with Dale, or had a, had a meetup plan with Dale in, in Tokyo. That was my first uh, first time really dedicating my time to shoot, um, like photograph, what I, whatever I can in, in Japan. And that was that whole experience, um, whole visit was the best experience in my um, photograph uh, photographic um, history um, for me. So yeah. And meeting meeting up with Liam Wong was also one of the best best um, yeah, and Hakone Wall was um, was amazing. Those onsen man, you gotta you guys really gotta go back there. It was amazing. I was so jealous of you guys. You, you guys <laughs> went to Hakone and I stayed in Tokyo because yeah, you you booked that trip in advance. I guess I didn't remember, but um, yeah, I, yeah. Stayed, I stayed in Tokyo. You guys went to Hakone. And I saw your pictures and I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> we should, we should, um, whenever we have like ability to go back to Japan, we should probably book like a, on, like a, um, what was it? Uh, Ryokan in, in Hakone and just, you know, embrace all the, all the onsen flex to our, to our, yeah, wedding. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, um, well, how's the onsen experience for you, Dale? Amazing. Oh, my gosh. Right. If I could use an onsen every day, I would. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be, be great. I, I honestly, like, still, like, I mean, comparing to National Hot Springs here, um, Japanese ones are, I mean, uh, I, I can't, um, my parents are not going to like me, but I got to say, Japanese ones are a lot better than Korean ones. <laughs> I and I also been I went to a, another onsen in nearby um, Kobe I think it's called Arima Onsen and that one is also really great and that one's a little bit more approach, approachable and but a little bit more affordable at the same time so yeah whenever whenever we um, end up in Japan again let's go to um, Arima Onsen and just embrace the natural hot spring over there oh yes yeah. All right. Yeah, you you mentioned before, Chong, that um, that then that when you went to uh, you visited Japan and then you you met Dale and you focused more on like taking pictures, but um, I I still remember we also we re really we just enjoyed our time besides photography. That's what I loved about those trips. Um, yeah, the most because I remember when we went to Tsukichi uh, fish market with uh, Rob, uh, you, me, and Rob, and we had like uh, various kinds of sushi for breakfast. And I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's also part of the experience to just uh, enjoy the culture and the foods and yeah. Um, and each other's company overall. And yeah, absolutely. That's 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 what I'm. What I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I get you though. I mean, you guys really made my um, stay in Japan like unforgettable experience. That's 
that is what um that is 100 percent yeah absolutely i just really want wish we can do that again like you know good old gang you know just shooting all night i got better shoes right now so i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't be um i wouldn't be getting cranky anymore so just um i'll give you a little heads up yeah i start to have this um problematic shoe collecting ish um thing now. Uh, i see i, I see. bought yeah I bought two Jordans. Um, yeah, bought two Jordans and one. I got. I have one Yeezy that was uh, gifted from my wife and my uh, mother-in-law, and one was gifted from my friend. Yeah. So I have. I got two Yeezys for free <laughs> and two Jordans. I I bought it for my um by myself and and uh, um, was it? No one, one no no no. Yeah, was it? Uh. I, anyways, I got into this pretty shoe collecting problem, but all the shoes, um, my Yeezys are, they're really good for like um, long distance walking, so. Yeah, you better yeah, be prepared. I'll, 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 you better be prepared. I won't be complaining. That's and y'all, y'all need to um, prepare your, your calves. Yeah. To, for, for a long distance walking, yeah. because we're going to walk the entire city, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've walked like, I can't remember what's, I have to look this up because I don't remember, but I'm, uh, when I was in Japan, the last time I walked like I can't remember, but it was hundreds of kilometers uh, in just a month. So yeah, because you're <laughs> having fun and yeah, you just exactly. didn't even realize it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just walk around. You never get tired. That's also very yeah, dangerous. And you go back. <laughs> Yeah, and you go back to your hostel, like, you know, don't, like, don't, like, don't, like, this open dormitory and, you know, like, your bed and you just start editing photos. Exactly. Like, and you wake up in the morning, you're ready to rock and roll and you do this thing over again and it's still fun. And uh, was it um, same, uh, did you do the same thing um, as well, Dale? Like, you know, going, you know, we... Uh, after the shoot, edit all the photos and like, oh, this is so much fun and go out in the morning again and start shooting. Yeah, definitely. Um, except I think I was guilty of like going out shooting really late and then probably going to a club and then sleeping <laughs> all morning <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and then nice. only getting up in the afternoon. Like, it's, mm -hmm. I'm all about the nighttime. <laughs> I see. I mean, I'm never. I've. I mean, I've been to a couple clubs before, but clubs weren't really my thing. Um, maybe, maybe now I get. Um, I'm more interested in like uh, stage, um, light setups and stuff like that, but not the, not really into clubbing, I think. And also, I'm married, so there is not really much reason for me. I mean, I guess uh, <laughs> there's a reason for me to just have fun, like listen to music. But here, clubbing culture is a little bit different. But it's more like a hookup opportunity, kind of seeking people go there a lot. So yeah, I'll just stop there. <laughs> okay, okay. Just to clarify before we continue, I definitely wasn't looking for hookups. <laughs> I was, I was also there for the music and the um, the music and the light setup. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm. Th there's there's no chance. Um, from what I from what I've seen, like from what you posted on Instagram, you were posting a lot of like um, laser shooting to through the through the cloud, like crowd of people, and I was like, okay, uh, now I understand why she's going to the clubs and you know those, these kinds of like cool lights and music and techno techno music and whatever. Um, and yeah. Absolutely. 
Let's uh, let's make it clear. Dale is not looking for any hookups. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your um? So um, this is a little little side question, but what was your favorite um, club in in Tokyo, and what kind of like lights out did they have? Um, oh, I think um, it was probably Contact. Contact. Um, yeah, it had like a really minimal light setup actually. Um, just like these big lights from the ceiling just directly coming down. Um, not much like sort of forward, I guess, lighting and not a lot of color, but um, just like very minimal, very sleek and very beautiful. Um, but I think if you want to go to a club that has a really good show, there's a club called Ageha. It's like a super club. Yeah, and it is... Um, yeah, you feel like you're at like a really massive festival with colored lights and a giant disco ball and all the rest. Well, I'm more into more more like that kind of per person personally. I think. Yeah, I need, it's very I fun. I need the, all the all the shiny stuff everywhere. That's yeah, super glam. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was um, that was all good. And so looking, uh, gosh, um. I should prepare the questions a little bit better. No worries. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you. Um, all right. So the next question is, um, so looking, um, okay, one, once again, so you, um, so throughout the, um, your uh, photography journey, not just including, um, you know, photos in, photos in Japan, but how did your photo, um, experiences in Japan, like um, photography in Japan, changed your editing style. If, if, if did it really influence you a lot uh, when it comes to editing and comp like even like um, com composing shots? Did um, Japanese like scenery and um, those kind of things uh, affected you a lot, or did it, w was it were you staying true to your core and haven't really changed a lot um, from your point of um, point of view? Let's, Start with Dale this time, shall we? Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> that's a really good question, John. Um, I think so because I mean I'd mentioned earlier that I started out as like a fashion blogger, right, or trying to be one. So I had like that very sort of minimal, um, like almost overexposed, very clean sort of daytime aesthetic, um, and. And then I think when I got to Japan, I obviously started shooting night photography and started realizing that I really liked, obviously, nighttime shots and predominantly, like, I started liking, like, really wide shots. Um, so I don't often take photos of, like, details and I don't use bouquet often. Um, it's usually just, like, a wide shot with, like, a focal point. Um, like, that's my favorite type of shot to take. And, like, I think... Um, that definitely changed along the way because I like while I was in Japan, I discovered that that was like my favorite sort of composition style. Um, and then I think the editing sort of just like I also just kind of like that adapted along the way as well. Like I, I really, really began to enjoy like figuring out colors in a shot. So like if you've got like a predominantly like a red shot, should they be like a blue that works with it or should it be a yellow or should it be an orange or should it be a pink? If you've got a certain shade of pink working like what other shades should be working in the photo to like, I guess, make the colors like um, 
work together well. Yeah, and pop, yeah. Um, and, and I think that's because I have that sort of like design background, I'm quite in tune with color. So I found that to be like quite a nice exercise of like, I guess, um, yeah, learning about color really and bringing that into my editing. Yeah, um, so one of the really, um, the, new, um, the thing that really um, 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 for, for my point of view, um, your photos um, looked really differently than all the other um, photo um, photographs that was taken in, in, in Japan, especially the, the night photography. For me, it was because you had the designer um, background, um, designing background as well. Um, your photos were, for me, it was like very well constructed, planned and executed photograph. And you've been, you've edited this photo for like hours and days and days and days and make it a, a perfect perfection. So it's pretty much like um, an art piece for me. Um, and I kind of like learned um, how, how to do those kind of process. So whenever I throw my images to the Lightroom, I don't really just edit it right on the spot. I spend days and days and come back to it and look at it with a fresh point of view and edit the colors a little bit um, differently mm -hmm. and by, um, et cetera, et cetera. Totally. Do you sometimes also like make like um, different edits of the same shot? So you'll do like different color combinations and then see which one you feel like feels right? Oh yeah, um, so many virtual copies and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's uh, really uh, yeah the same. Like you said, um, I often spend days editing pictures or months, or I do some adjustments years later. <laughs> no, but um, speaking of um, the like the the growing or changing in photography um, while being in Japan or after being in Japan. For me, the most important point was like I've never did night photography before. I had no idea how to find the right settings. And yeah, that's what I've learned in Japan to do night photography. Um, yeah, that's, that was the, the main, major changement in my style to, that I've started doing more night photography. And yeah, I, 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 have re I really have a, like a, a different mix still to this day. I have this touristy kind of pictures of places that I've went to in Japan, but I also have this like the, the night shots somewhere in the countryside or in the street with some neon signs. Um, yeah. So you see the main major changement that I have. In my feed, you will see some night shots appearing, and, and they've never been there before. And I went to Japan, so yeah, I learned how to to do this in Japan. <laughs> that's that's the major yeah, the I major mean, point. Yeah, uh, like Dale, Dale said, you have a great mix of like different formulas, um, like countryside and it doesn't look out of place even though it's like different concepts mm -hmm. uh, different from 
different subjects, different things, but it all looks se uh, seamless because you're you you got the sauce. Uh, if that's the easiest I could possibly say. <laughs> yeah, if you keep the sauce and you you stay true to that sauce, you never go sideways, which um, didn't really happen to me. I lost my sauce um, every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's it's difficult. It's very difficult. Um, I think I think it's easier to achieve this goal if you don't try too much. Just just go by your flow mm. and just let it happen. Don't focus too much on keeping your style because once you have your style, you will keep it forever, I think. Oh, that's great <laughs> advice. That's such great advice. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's um, I'm not a fan of using presets or something because it's not your style. It's probably some presetted style um, and that looks weird. You can have a perfect feed with professional photos, but you don't have a style. And that's sad to see, I guess. Um, and if you just keep your style, even just taking the picture, I mean, you have your, your, your own kind of eye, you take the picture, you edit it. Um, yeah, so it, it keeps your style. And if I edit um, a shot, I always edit it um, for my eye. I, I'm like, oh, I would like to like this picture by myself. I don't think what others, if other people might like it. If I like it, it's good for me. Um, and that's it. Um, so I think that's, that's, the, that's the secret. You have to be happy with your picture and then, then it's all good it's all good <laughs> don't doesn't matter what other people first think you about gotta it. really have fun before you actually step into other any other things yeah that's what you're trying to say yeah exactly absolutely I 100% agree with that because if you don't if you're not having fun with what you're doing what's the whole point yeah absolutely which I'm doing exactly with this podcast podcast interview right now. <laughs> Talk with the gang is uh, is quite quite experience. It's really fun. Yeah. And yeah. And so here is the last question for of this um, um, podcast interview uh, with uh, Sam and Dale. Um, so, what's your future as a photographer? Um, do, do you want to go back to Japan and ship more photos or do you want to um, explore outside of your comfort zone and um, or create some different um, uh, shoot more different photos that you um, you're not really well known as and share with that um, with people. Um, let's start with Sam this time. Yeah, uh, I'd love to go to to various places places in Asia. I've never been to, to Korea. I, I would love to yeah, shoot with you Korea. in Korea. That would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, of course, I'd love to go to Japan soon again. Um, and I'd love to spend a lot of time there in the future. Let's see. Um, I also like to come out of my comfort zone a little bit more again and take more pictures in Switzerland and try to 
keep my style or to to use my style here to take pictures and just just um, be a little bit more creative here because it's uh, that's missing at the moment a little bit um yeah that's what gotta yeah. keep that sauce yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's all right that's what about you? <laughs> cool cool beans so what about you dale um, so I think, sure, that's actually a really tough question, I think, John, because I've been, I haven't been shooting as much recently as I obviously used to. Um, but I think I'd love to obviously go back to Japan and definitely um, come back to Seoul to shoot. Like I was just thinking now, like I've still got so many photos from that first trip with you that I haven't edited, like that first trip. <laughs> There's still so many that I haven't edited, but I'd love to go back to Japan and Seoul and shoot more there. Um, I'd also love to get into, okay, don't shoot me for saying this guys, but I'd actually love to get more into like making reels and like sort of, I guess, video content. Totally um, get your point. <laughs> <laughs> um, just cause I think it's like, I, I guess I'm enjoying watching reels. Mm. So I'm kind of like, it could be fun to like get more into that, but still balance the stills. Um, and then I'm obviously moving to London early next year. So I'm curious to see what that does, um, to my photography. Like, I guess if I'm able to capture London in that same sort of Tokyo style, um, that I had before. And then lastly, I got hold of a, like a Godox light stick. Mm. It's this amazing, like neon light it's so cool you can literally change it to like any color you want and it's got all these fun features do you have the same thing john are you talking about this oh okay it's kind of like that oh okay <laughs> oh jokes maybe it is that i don't know should i get should i get mine so i can show you it's kind of like this it's this similar to that yeah. Stick. yeah yeah similar to that yeah yeah it's I use this for my um, video production, so it cre it has more actual um, production value to it. <laughs> Amazing! So I'm I'm keen to like get um, get started with using that. Like I don't know if that's in a studio space or like I don't know carrying it outside in the street and like seeing how it affects my photos. Um, but like incorporating, I guess, different types of gear as well in the future. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend to try one of these um, light sticks or like um, any light source that you can bring with you. I've tried with a model and it was quite a um, different experience because holding a light in low light situation in one like hand like hand holding one like the camera like this heavy camera with yeah. one hand at low shutter speed is a uh, quite a challenge and but still it was a really fun experience for me and. I can't really, can't wait to see what you create with um, your creativity and you know in London, you know, it's a new 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 place for for everyone. Uh, I've never been never been to London. I'm not sure how um, if Sam went there before. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure you went there before. Uh, have you been there? I've been there a few times. Yeah, it's um, yes. It's uh, also very cool to do night photography there. So. Mm. So I'm the only one who haven't been there or won't be there. You'll have to come and visit, John. <laughs> I want to, but it's just a, yeah. it's just a money issue. 
That's that's the only thing. <laughs> it's, it's a far, it's a far place. Yeah, for you it's a far place, and for me it would be. Yeah. It will be very and close to meet Dale again. That's that's a, that's super cool. Yeah. And British yeah. pounds are not not a joke. They're they're expensive. Yeah. They are expensive. <laughs> they yeah. are so expensive. Mm -mm. They're probably one of the most experienced, uh, expensive uh, currencies, currencies like outside of like um, euros, I suppose. Totally, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the end of the question. So, um, yeah, thanks, thank you so much for um, spending your time for this podcast interview. Um, so, before we end the podcast, um, Dale and Sam, uh, where can we find your work? Um, do you have a do you have prints available, or do you have your personal website that we can show um, share with your with our audiences? Dale. Um, so I guess, <laughs> sorry, I wasn't sure who was going first there. Um, I guess you can find me on Instagram at Dale and Scoggings. Um, and I have some work available on a print shop in South Africa uh, called Kindred Prints. Um, and then I have some prints available on Society6 as well, but I don't, yeah, that site's not all that popular at the moment. So probably better to message me directly if you want something. Absolutely. Um, I personally do have Society Six as well, but it's not as popular. I mean, I not my photos aren't really popular in the first place. So that's <laughs> if anyone is interested, um, just uh, ring a ding ding, call me. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, what about you, Sam? Uh, where can we find your work? And do you have a print shop available or you anything? can find my work on Twitter or Instagram at Born of Dust and Stone. And uh, also have a website, bornofdustandstone.com, but this is still under construction and probably will be for the next 10 years. And um, so, <laughs> prints, <laughs> prints gotta, are... We gotta finish that construction, yeah, exactly. man, come on. Prints are available, just drop me a message. That's the best way, I guess, because I uh, want to manage the quality by myself. Uh, I don't give this to... Other companies at the moment, um, yeah, that's it. All right, so um, that'll be the end of the podcast interview for um, this uh, this episode of um, Frames Collective um, podcast. And thank you so much for um, Dale and Sam for spending the, all the time for this interview. And it was, it was great to have you guys on here. It's been a while since we talked, and we're we're the we're the homies that we we <laughs> gathered in, in Japan. And this is. Um, you know, talking to the old gang is, it really brings me back old memories and it really bring, makes me wanting to go out and shoot more. So thanks for sharing your experience and your perspective of, uh, as a photographer in Japan um, or or the memories of um, being a photographer in Japan. And um, but this is still probably will be um, at Dale and um, so <laughs> prints prints are prints are available Goggings. Um, message that's the I guess because I uh, want to mail uh, I don't give this to other companies um, yeah that's it all right so um, that'll be the end of the podcast interview uh, this episode of um, frames collective um, podcast and Dale and Sam 
for a special interview, and it was, it was great to have you guys on here. It's been a while since we we're we're the we're the homies that we and this is uh, Prince. Um, the whole gang is it really brings and it really bring, makes me wanting to go out. Thanks for sharing you and the perspective of uh, as a, um or or the memories of Japan and. Um, but this is probably will be. Um, so <laughs> prints, <laughs> prints are available. Doggings. Um, I guess because I uh, want to mail uh, other company. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> So um, that'll be the, uh, this episode of um, Frames Collective. Um, Pod Dale and Sam, for it's been great to have you guys on here. It's been a while since we we're we're the we're the homie, and this is uh, Prince. Um, and it really bring, makes me wanting to go out. And the perspective of uh, as of, or the memories of Japan and probably will be. Um, so <laughs> Prince, Doggings. Um, I guess because I. Uh, other company. All right, so um, that'll be the Brains Collective um, pot. Yeah. For it's been a while since we.